and welcome to another episode of Content is Profit. And today I'm sharing with you two things that YouTube has been doing that is going to benefit you, content creators, B2B content creators specifically. And one of those come from a leaked 48-page podcast report that came out in March. Whew, I can't wait for it. Let's do this. Hey, this is Fonzie, and welcome to the Content before. is Profit One, podcast. Two, three, in here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple, entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Woo! Let's go. Oh, look at the crowd. Standing ovation. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Guys, today is just me, just Fancy. My brother is not here today, but if you listen to the last episode, he delivered a whole bunch of value. If you haven't listened to it, make sure you go back and put it on the queue so you listen to it right after this one. But let's get straight to it. I was watching a few YouTube videos, and I ran across this video that talked about a YouTube-leaked 48-page podcast report. Super interesting. And, of course, I'm not going to share every single detail and, you know, bore you with all the technical jargon, but this is, in summary, the things that it says that I think is pretty important to keep an eye on because it could be a game-changer. First of all, they're going to test. They're trying to figure out how do they further develop their podcasting platform within YouTube. Actually, they have a dedicated podcast homepage. I don't know if you knew that. If you go to www.youtube.com slash podcast, you're going to see a dedicated homepage for podcasts, which is pretty impressive, right? Which talks about how this medium is growing and the fact that now YouTube is putting so much attention into it, I think it speaks volumes, right? We know that most podcasters that come into the space, they only last about seven episodes, meaning for those that stick long enough, there's going to be a lot of opportunities. Also, YouTube has been talking about developing audio ads. And I found that fascinating because I, don't, I, I heard this a while back and I don't remember the exact percentage, but I remember that Google's revenue mostly comes from their ad revenue, right? Which in 2021, and I look this, this is Statista gave me this stat right here. In 2021, Google's ad revenue was $209 billion. Yes, billion with a B. That is pretty impressive. So they do their majority of their revenue from ads. And now they're looking to put ads potentially, into podcasts that they're going to be hosting in their platform. I think this is very interesting, meaning they're seeing a lot of potential, a lot of growth. They're seeing probably a lot of brands investing into podcasting, which just means one thing, growth, right? It means that a lot of creators are proficiently creating podcasts and they have audiences and they can hold on to audiences that are valuable to the people that want to buy advertising within this platform. So something that caught my eye or maybe, you know, a little thought that sparked in my, in my brain was the fact that 
what is going to be the revenue model on YouTube for the ads? Is it going to be same as they do for long-form videos? Are they going to have a revenue sharing model? Because I think that would be pretty impressive. Imagine you can have your podcast on YouTube and then you include an ad and depending on how many people listens to it, you get a percentage of that revenue. I think that is a very powerful play by YouTube, right? Now, we know a lot of YouTubers that make a lot of money and some of them are very happy. Of course, there's a segment of the population that is not so happy with the revenue sharing model. But I mean, you cannot you you can see it, right? YouTube has driving that creator community and I think they're going to do the exact same thing with podcasting now on long form content. Now, another thing to keep in mind is like they partner with networks such as NPR to bring some of the best shows to YouTube. I think they brought over 20 of their biggest shows into YouTube. They also paid some creators between 30,000 and half a million to put their video podcast on YouTube. That is very impressive. Again, they're investing. They're not just trying to develop in this platform. They're actually investing loads of resources into the growth of YouTube podcasts. What does that say? Personally, I believe they're just invested in the medium. They see the potential in long-form content, video podcasting. They believe people want to hear all these different personalities that are going to drag an audience. And guess what? they see an opportunity for revenue. Maybe is hopefully, is share revenue between them and the creator, right? Imagine if you're watching just, just, not imagine, just think about it. When you're watching a YouTube video that is eight minutes long, you probably have like two ad spots in there. Now imagine if you have a conversation of hour and a half, how many ad spots can Google place in there that could potentially benefit Again, not just the brand, not just Google, but also the creator. I think it is an incredible opportunity. Hopefully, they explore more and we hear something soon. Now, what other opportunities do we have? Probably opportunities to grow your show and get more exposure. As YouTube podcast is newer, they're probably going to push more for exposure on new shows, right? People that actually publish, they're going to start recommending more of these videos because they probably want people using the platform and you know, determining whether it sticks or not. Again, very, very good opportunity. And lastly, but not least, we kind of already mentioned this. There's going to be an opportunity to potentially monetize your show in a different way, right? When I say a different way, I'm talking specifically to the B2B podcast, right? People that use their podcast as lead gen or people that are using their podcast to build their network, build those relationships, and then explore and potential partnerships, right? Those are the main ways you can monetize your podcast. But now, if you grow on YouTube, potentially you have that new, maybe, hopefully, revenue share um, advertising opportunity. So that is number one, right? That is some of the few things that were on that leaked 48-page podcasting report. Now, number two, and this is kind of funny because number two, it's about YouTube shorts, right? What are those opportunities and some of the news there? So opportunity number one, we talk about long-form content, right? Video podcasting, not just long-form content, very long-form content. And now opportunity number two, we're talking about shorts, which is like the shortest type of content there is, right? I mean, YouTube shorts right now, only at the time of recording, you can only upload videos up to 60 seconds. Well, 
YouTube recently they had a conference and they shared that their new ad program they're gonna do a 45% revenue split so meaning they're gonna start putting ads for shorts very very interesting that means they probably have a lot of eyeballs a lot of people using those and for those creators that can earn they're gonna do a 45 revenue split meaning if you drive a lot of traffic, you have the potential to make some extra money there with shorts. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Now, in a conversation between the product manager of YouTube and Mr. Beast, which if you don't know who Mr. Beast is, make sure you go and check him out because he is, I think, the individual fastest growing creator on YouTube. Over 100 million uh, subscribers. You can definitely learn a lot from him. Between their conversation, they said that shorts and long-form content actually don't talk between each other. That actually blew my mind. So it's pretty much like they have two separate products, shorts and then their YouTube content, and they actually do not communicate between any of those. So it's pretty much their standalone product, but that is as of right now, actually about like a month or two. But in October 6th, Todd, which is a project manager of YouTube, he actually tweeted this, and I'm quoting the tweet. Still more lanes under construction on the shorts to long-form bridge. Don't judge the traffic flow you're seeing today as the ultimate potential of this path. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Meaning they're probably looking and testing for different ways to connect the short-form content to the long-form content. Now, if you're a user of YouTube, if you like consuming content there, and you have your phone app, you've probably seen, obviously, the shorts. You can also see them on the desktop, on the web app, but mainly on your phone. And yes, there's an opportunity to actually just click on the profile and go and check the channel of the person that published the short. And then potentially then you can go and look for other pieces of the content that they've published, right? Other longer forms of content. But again, they're, they're two separate entities. What I'm guessing is going to happen is that YouTube probably is going to develop some sort of way to attach shorts specifically to videos. So what is the role that it plays, right? We Remember, we we're talking first about the long-form video podcast and now about the, about the shorts. Imagine you create a, pod, a long-form piece of con uh, content, a video podcast, and immediately from inside YouTube, you can grab a 60-second short. And when people watch it, then you can link it immediately to the main video. Pretty much working as a trailer, right? That takes straight to the main piece of content. I think that'll be very, very valuable. Now, what do we think about this? That is being done already in a way, but not as efficiently as YouTube potentially is trying to do it, right? For example, that is exactly what we do. We produce our podcast. And then we grab all these golden nuggets, right? Or how we call them, hashtag golden boulders. Let's go. And we turn them into micro assets for all other platforms with the goal of getting people's attention and then translating that attention into directing them, directing their attention into our other platforms, right? So for example, we have a Facebook group called Content is Profit. And if you want to know more about how you can turn your content into profit, just go to facebook.com slash content is profit and you can join the Facebook group. But for example, that is one of our goals, right? Our other goal is to get people's attention and drive them 
to the podcast episode. But for that, they always have to leave the platform, right? In Facebook, if they see a reel, they got to leave the platform to go to our, to our podcast. On TikTok, if they watch one of the pieces of content there, they got to leave the platform so they can listen to the podcast. On YouTube, on short, you don't really need to leave the platform, but you need to have multiple clicks. You need to go to the um, to the profile first, right? And then you have to find the video and click it. But there's nothing that actually leads immediately as soon as you click straight to the episode that you want people to watch. And I think that could be a game changer because the less clicks, the less friction, and you're shortening that path for people to take action. So I think that is going to be a very interesting development to keep in mind because, again, you can. this is going to be a new tool for promoting your brand for promoting your personality, and it could be extremely beneficial, not just for creators, but for businesses as well. So again, I think the question is, how do we leverage shorts? And are we just going to wait until YouTube produces this type of stuff and puts it out there? I think the answer is no. You got to start right now. You got to start with your long-form pieces of content, and you need to also invest in developing those micro pieces of content so you can promote and get people's attention. So this is our take on the B2B world specifically. The YouTube investment in podcasting is a sign that the medium is growing and that we're still very early. I mean, such a big player as Google, right? Google's the owner of YouTube. They're investing very, very hard on podcasting. That talks volumes. That means... We are probably on the right path. So if you're listening to this and you've been thinking that you need a podcast, that you've been wanting to launch a podcast, maybe this is your calling. Maybe this is the time for you to start. And if you're interested specifically to monetize it from the very beginning, we have a program called the Six Figure Platform. We would love to talk to you about it. So feel free to reach out at BizBrosco on Facebook on Instagram, or just go to contentisprofit.com and you can find us in there. We would love to talk to you about the six-figure platform, how you can build a network, generate opportunities, and monetize your podcast with zero audience. Trust me, pretty powerful. That's exactly how we grew our business. Another take on the, on the B2B side of things, even though this will present an opportunity to grow your audience, you still need a strategy to get people into your list and monetize your service regardless of sponsorships or ad revenue. Mm, Why did I just mention six-figure platform? Shout out again, guys. Key for the B2B, we need a list, right? We need to develop and grow our email list. All these platforms, they want to keep you inside of the platform and they reward that, right? They reward people that are keeping people on the platform. But If you are a business and you sell services, products, whatever it is, you need an email list. You need control of the people. You cannot leave it to the algorithm to show your content to other people. Sure, we can learn how to leverage the algorithm and create the content in a way that is presented to more people. But if we get their information, if we get the lead, their email address, then We're going to be able to communicate with them whenever we want, which that turns into sales. And if I believe I might might be mistaken on this one, but this was a stat that I heard a while back. Pretty much you can average $1 for every subscriber that you have in your email list. So what if you grow, and that is per month. So what if you grow your list to, let's say, 10,000 
people inside your email list. What would $10,000 extra a month would do for you and your business, right? Again, how do we do this? Six-figure platform. We got to get them on our list, right? We got to build those connections, build their network, and we're going to be able to monetize regardless of advertising or sponsorship money, right? We can monetize without having the audience. Keep that in mind. Very, very important. And last thing I want you to remember and keep an eye on is that right now with the craze of shorts, it is very easy to just pour all your attention in there. But shorts lack the depth, right, of relationships. And if you have a business, specifically a service-based business, you need to you need strong bonds with your clients. You need to develop those relationships with people. And that is where long-form content comes from, aka podcasts, right? That's where your podcast comes from because they spend a lot of time with you, listening to you, you start developing what we call art, authority, relevancy, and trust, right? So long form content might not be the best for discoverability, right? But it is going to be the best for you to develop those strong relationships that later on you can leverage and maybe either turn them into customers or turn them into partnerships or just overall turn them into opportunities to grow your business. One more time, shorts for attention, long-form content for relationship. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please let me know. Hit me up at Luis Camejo V on Instagram. Send me a message if you found this interesting, uh, educational, entertaining, whatever it is. If you have more questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. And if you have honest feedback as well about how can we make this podcast better for you so we can help you even more achieve your goals, please feel free to reach out. And guys, with that being said, oh, I hit the wrong one again, but you know what it is. Guys, thank you so much for coming to the Content is Profit podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, feel free to smash the subscribe button and share this episode with somebody that might need it. And, and don't forget to leave a five-star review. See you guys. Have a good one.